0: Welcome to Late Night with Larry. We're here doing it once again. I'm here with my co-host, Vince. Vince, give me a shout
1: out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Larry D. Studio, soon to be renamed, rebranded, Cryptid Crossroads. So we have two more episodes, and
0: then regardless, we are swapping over to Cryptid Crossroads. So are, you, you'll you be informed of where to con, you can contact us, which we always tell you. Uh, that email is going to be... Cryptid crossroads 505 at gmail.com the late night with larry email is gonna go away so i'm not even gonna mention it anymore so if you want to contact us do it there cryptid crossroads 505 and uh we'll be switching over pretty soon but we're gonna keep you our faithful listeners updated
1: right and uh we're also working on a facebook page so that's right you could get us on facebook also you could You could leave your comments, notes, you could post stuff, whatever you want. That's right. And once again, if you want to come
0: on live, come on and you could tell your story. If you've had a
1: haunting an encounter, Bigfoot sighting, We want to hear from you. Or even if you just have a secondhand story you'd like to share. That's right. Now, speaking of uh, the new email, we'd like to thank all our super fans who have emailed us. That's right. We recently
0: got an email from a a fan that I thought was great. I emailed you back. You know who you are. And uh, uh, I'm not going to blast your name because I don't know if I have permission. But you know who you are. Anyway, we thank you for shooting us that email. And yes, (laughs) my brother is smoking hot and me. He's smoking. I guess I'm
1: smoking.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I loved your email. Thanks. It was great. Yep. It's good to hear from our fans. That's right. Anyway, we're going to get started. So we're just going to talk about a couple of things tonight. Uh, We're going to start it off with my brother recently went up to the mountains and he he sent me a picture and we just looked at it again. And uh, I'm going to let him tell you about it. Okay. Well... But before we do, oh, we I'm, almost I'm, get, forgot. I'm getting excited jumping the gun. But you know, we, we always got to give a toast out to you, right. uh,
1: now, our faithful listeners. Now, what this is, is a booster for the Delta variant. That's right. So uh, keep yourself protected. Well, people.
0: this one protects you from the Alpha, Beta, Delta, Pi, Lambda.
1: So lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Lambda,
0: <laughs> Lambda, <laughs> Lambda.
1: <laughs> to yeah. you. Ooh. Oh,
0: good stuff, Maynard. Yes, sir. And for those of you that watch us on YouTube now, we're, we're really not alcoholics.
1: We're we're really not
0: not alcoholics. That's that's just <laughs> that's just props, just like in the movies.
1: Right. That's actually Kool Aid.
0: That's right. Kool Aid sweetened with sugar. Right. Anyway, go ahead, Tom. What what
1: okay. you discovered? So, uh, what was it? Two days ago, two days. I decided to make a trip up to. Uh, our usual stomping grounds and just the areas around. We're always scouting out for new new possible locations. Um, I went up there because we've been having a lot of rainfall. Right. So I went to check the status of the roads and just see how much mud's up there. Because now we're fancy like that, we could pull a trailer. Ooh, big time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about the the snags later. <laughs> <laughs> we are by no means professionals. That, yet. That's right. We're, we're working on it though. Huh? <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I went up there and, um, I, I went through the, if you're familiar with the area, the Gilman tunnels, and I took that path and that path was pretty good. A little bit washboard, but it's still passable even in a car. Uh, then we, I went up toward, uh, Fenton and Cuba and I went to our, our secret spot uh, as we like to call it. And, um, the road was pretty rough i was telling him about that off mic it had been washed out even more it was rough to begin with but now with the rains it's washed out even more i mean i had to creep it in my four-wheel drive truck so wow we'll see we'll see when we go up there but anyway i went uh we have a, a location that we like and it's really off the beaten path so i went there i parked uh i got out i I scouted around i i went up the hill a little bit there's a game trail that goes up the hill uh looking around um uh there's some new tree breaks it's hard to tell how old they are because uh last time i didn't really go up the hill that far um but when i came down the hill I, i saw something very interesting um there was it looked like a trail of of, uh, footprints coming down the little hill to by where we camp. Now, uh, they're obscured because of all the rainfall, you know, the mud and uh, a lot of grass or weed growth. But there was one in particular that stood out to me. Now, there wasn't a whole lot of detail as far as toes and stuff, but uh, I I took a picture of it and I, I put it on our Facebook page. It's got my foot next to it. Now, I, I wear a 10 and a half 11 11-size sneaker, so that'll give you an idea how big that print is. And the thing that caught me is uh, I'm barely leaving my sneaker prints on the ground, and this thing was sunk down almost an inch. Right. It, it had some depth to it. And if you look at this picture, it, once you post it, uh,
0: get on our Facebook page and, and check it out. It, it's a definite footprint and you'll be able to see it it's defined um i just wish that so much grass wasn't there to get the print and uh it was a little bit muddier i think the print would have been
1: better right it was it was definitely sunk in and um a lot of people might think oh it it, it could be a boot print or something but i don't know look it's almost twice as wide as my foot
0: Well, if that's a boot print, who was up there walking around? uh, Andre the Giant? Or wait, he's dead. uh, The Big Show?
1: Right. Now, but the thing is, I don't think they could even make it that deep.
0: No, they don't have the way to do it. And Now, now we know these creatures weigh anywhere from, supposedly the theory is, anywhere from 800 pounds to 1,200 pounds, depending on on the height and and
1: their grip. Right. The Bigfoot scale goes, it starts around 400 and goes all the way to mother-in-law. That's right. And you know mother-in-law is pretty big. No, that's a bad joke. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Oh, for those of you who are divorced, it's not. <laughs> right. Uh, take it as you will. That's right. Even those of you who are married, that may not be a bad joke. <laughs> just don't tell
1: it at the Thanksgiving at, dinner table. That's right. At least until after you eat. That's right.
0: Anyway, when he sent me that picture, I looked at it and I was like, oh, man, damn. it! I, it's defined and I, I just wish that we could find more because of the area, you know, the grass. It's always hard when there's grass, but I've always heard theories that you'll find prints and then they just disappear as well. Right. I don't know if these creatures have... Uh, like, remember on the uh, the Flintstones when he would tippy-toe to bull right. and left no print? But I've heard that they know the forest so well that they know where to step not to leave their prints. They can't avoid all of it, so they do got to leave some prints, but... Once they're in the thick forest, it's almost
1: impossible to track them. Right. Now, thinking back to my very first encounter, that brings up an interesting point because when the male was walking off, I could hear him walking through the brush. Right. Now, was he walking through the brush so he's not leaving tracks?
0: Well, you know, if these creatures are intelligent as people say they are and we think they are, they're going to know how to cover it. They'll cover their tracks any way they can because they have some type of intelligence, uh, just like humans. I mean, when we were being back, I, I don't I didn't know, I don't live there, but I'm just saying that the things I've heard, like if you were being hunted by the sheriff and you were an outlaw, you knew to take brush and, and wipe your, your horse and your tracks so that you wouldn't get caught. So I'm saying if we know how to do that and these creatures... <clears throat> are just as smart as us, if not smarter people say, right. uh, they know how to do it. Just because they don't have the
1: same tools we do doesn't mean they're not as intelligent. Right. As well, we you would think that they are hunters and they know how to find their prey by the tracks. That's right. So that's one reason they don't want to leave tracks.
0: Uh, and and I, I believe it because you hear the stories of people that have shot at them and hunted them. And and if... It, the Here's my thing. They're always in survival mode. So covering your tracks is one of your
1: biggest priorities. Right. Exactly. So I think they do know how to cover their tracks. But all in all, it was a good trip for me going up there. Uh, There was other tracks, but like I said, with the weeds, the grass, and the mud, there just wasn't enough definition. Right. So, um, And like I said, I, I... I put it up on our Facebook page. Now, I'm not going to say, hey, this is 100% a, a Bigfoot track. Right. I took a picture because it had possibility and it looked suspicious and it was big. So, I mean, you look at it and you decide for yourself, maybe maybe some of you know more about tracks than we do. And you could say, oh, that's, um, that's a, a grizzly bear with his... Uh, Claws pulled out or something. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, and that's what I was gonna say. If you were gonna say it's a bear track, I'm gonna say they always leave their claw print, right? And this, that, uh, as we're talking off air, that's what I was hoping for. I was hoping to see more of the footprints imprinted, but there's no claw mark, so I know this ain't a bear, right? And like he said, I want you to have a look at it and you decide for yourself like we said we're just here presenting it that's what we're all about we're not trying to <coughs> convince you you decide for yourself
1: right and, and i'm pretty excited about the facebook page because this allows us to share more with you that's right now i got a few pictures we're looking at uh we're talking about nephilim off off the mic right and i got some interesting uh, pictures <coughs> i got from another site that they were taking in nevada that's right. so uh, and i'm gonna post those uh it's the first chance i get and Right. You know, you want to chime in, say what you think.
0: Yeah, we, now, we those we, are authentic. That's right. We always welcome your comments. But and any of you that do not know what nephilim are, um, I suggest you do a little bit of research. And and that phrase comes from the Bible, the Christian Bible. It's not a made-up phrase. It comes from the Christian Bible. And um, I don't want to get too deep into it because I'm I'm not a preacher man, but I, I want you to do your homework on what a nephilim is, and then you could tell us what you think because this skull has the characteristics of what nephilim are supposed to be, right? Uh, which is double rows of teeth. They're they're big uh, and,
1: and giants of renown, right? Right. Yeah, and it does mention giants in the Bible. Um, now, uh, getting back to the Bigfoot, a lot of people think that. It could be Nephilim or, well, it's it's not, but it may be along the same line because Nephilim had a, a, a trait that we no longer see the, the... The six fingers. Six digits, yeah. Six fingers.
0: And I, I know we talked about it and we're going way back to when we first started podcasting and we talked about Nephilim, <clears throat> but... Nephilim had the six fingers, and the tribes would always say, you see in the movies how when the tribal members come up and they hold their hand up and say, how? They wanted you to hold your hand up so that they could count your fingers. If you had five, they knew that you were a, of the human race. Right. If you had six, then the intentions were bad. And they, they were constantly, from what history says and some of the native elders say, they were constantly at battle with the Nephilim, because the Nephilim were cannibals. They they were going to eat you and your family. Right, right. So that's why they would always say how and raise their hand.
1: Right, but um definitely giants. Now, I was watching before I came over. uh I don't know if you're familiar with the show Monster Quest. Right. But they have one where they're trying to either prove or that it's real or a hoax, the Patterson-Gimlin film. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had all their experts. They went back to... uh Bluff Creek is that where it is? Bluff, Bluff Creek, Creek. yeah. And um, th- they were talking about some of the scientists say we don't acknowledge it because we don't have enough proof. Now he, the the partic- particular uh, cryptozoologist, or is that what they are? Cryptozoologist. The yeah, he said. Now I'm not closing the door on this because it, it's possible, but I got to use my scientific side and say as long as there's no solid proof. You know, I, I can't accept it. Well, he, said, he said, now we, we've we had uh, creatures that have been this size, and he, he pointed out Gigantopithecus. Right. He had a skull. He said, but according to the fossil record, they died out hundreds of thousands of years ago.
0: According to the fossil record, several things have died out, but yet we still stumble across one or two that exist. Here's my thing to science. I, I get science, and I'm all for science, and... I don't think science should be dismissed because it does serve its purpose. But in instances where it comes to cryptids and paranormal, that's why they're cryptids. They're hidden. Science isn't always correct. Right. They want to reference the, the fossil record or whatnot. There's so many things that have happened that science cannot explain, but yet they want to blow it off. Um, so until we can get solid evidence they shouldn't blow it off i think they should really take it if they're true scientists they'll probably get ridiculed and lose their job is what they say but if they're real scientists they should want to delve deep into this subject right and see if it is true that's what true scientists do they just don't blow it off uh when smallpox and polio came out did they just blow that off no they wanted to find out what it was and how we could solve it Right. right? right i i think they should approach this the same way say well if there's thousands of sightings thousands of people every year see this creature is there a grain of truth to this so let's take the scientific approach and scour the land until we either find one or say we've scoured every inch of this earth and we can't find one
1: but unfortunately that's not how all science works mm-hmm. and you know as well as i do that uh especially like in the paranormal or or cryptid department if they can't explain it it can't exist. I, it I, can't be true.
0: I, I I'm going on I'm going on a ledge here and I don't care. I'll jump off because I'm gonna say science today is lazy. Uh when they wanted to uh, here's my point. When they wanted to find the panda bear, they spent sixty years combing those Asian jungles and bingo, one day they came across the panda bear, which was it was just a legend. They thought the Chinese are talking about a, this is a legend. And one explorer spent his whole life, took 60 years, but guess what? Now you go to almost any zoo and you see a panda.
1: Right. And just like, what uh, was it, the mountain gorillas? They, mountain gorillas. Uh, they, only, they were only discovered like 100 years ago. The, them
0: too were were mythical creatures for how many years? Right. And then expeditions... Constant, constant. Now we, now we know they truly exist. I'm just saying, true scientists should take this approach. Uh, ask Bob Bigelow to fund you because he has all the money. Or Deuce Bigelow, right? <laughs> I, I
1: prefer Deuce Bigelow. I think he'll find them quicker. But uh, I think as far as like the Bigfoot or Sasquatch, we're we're different. We're <laughs> we're dealing with a whole different creature than a panda bear or a gorilla.
0: I, I thought you were going to say, hebety, hebety, hebety. That's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, going to.
1: Now, but uh, we're, well, we're dealing something with real
0: intelligence. Well, that's why I say that's why it's so elusive, because it has intelligence. And everyone that's encountered them can tell you that... They've seen in, or observed how they act. Uh, for instance, foreign strangers have seen how they hunt. And they have intelligence. They they do know what they're doing. That's why they stay hidden. And like I said, they're constantly in survival mode. And let's face it, they know the force and they blend in like butter. And we talked about how their hair reflects the light to possibly
1: camouflage them. Camouflage them. Uh, you know, they there's always the theory that they have hidden abilities, like uh, yes. like a fiber optic, like their hair, right? Like right. those ghillie suits they're building, where right. you actually see what's in back of you. That's
0: that's right. I mean, look, if if we have the technology, and here's my thing: most of science has been replicated from nature. We look at how nature does things, and then we turn it into. We basically weaponize it. Right. right. And uh, if they have that capability, they naturally have it. Um, I'm sure our government would love to get their hands on it. And I've heard our government knows that they exist. So maybe, like during the Mount uh, Everest volcano and some of the other catastrophes up in Washington that have happened, Mount St. Helens, that when these. I've heard stories. I don't know if it's true, but I'm just theorizing again. When they found these creatures, and I've heard stories that they found many of them, the government snatched them up right away. Could it be because they know that they possess these capabilities, these cloaking capabilities, and they want to replicate it for warfare?
1: That's usually the government's intent.
0: Right. Right. Oh damn our government!
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not a good thing to try to weaponize everything, but a lot of the best inventions have come from military funding. It is now. Let's
0: take this back a step because we're talking about the Nephilim and how they have the six digits, six fingers, six toes. I was watching a recent, uh, on Discovery Plus, it was a a documentary. It's one of the newest ones. I suggest you watch it. Okay. And uh, they're talking about the Roswell crash. Well, they're saying in this Roswell UFO that the dashboard where they put their fingers to control the aircraft, their craft, it had six fingers, four fingers, one thumb. And right away, when I heard that, I was five fingers. <laughs> no, 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 six. Yeah. They called it five six fingers, fingers. One thumb. Yeah. Well, well, they they said it had six fingers. Right. Well, you said, said four fingers. Oh, well, I'm I'm thinking of uh, a bag of weed.
1: <laughs> no, oh. You didn't hear that, no. He is smoking.
0: <laughs> See, I, I am smoking. That's why the same for kids. And uh, if you're my employer, this is just for the show. That was a joke. It's a problem. It's A joke, man. <laughs> but any anyway. They did find that the dashboard had six digits to operate it. As soon as I heard that, I immediately said Nephilim.
1: Right. Right. That's, I, I thought the same thing, too. But um, you hear the stories about the bodies they um, recovered right. and it don't uh, jive with the size of the Nephilim. Well, it, it
0: doesn't, but here's the thing. Just because the Nephilim on earth were giants doesn't mean the F, the Nephilim that came down from the heavens weren't. True, true. So I, I, I take it with an open mind, but when they said in this craft where they placed their hands were six digits, that's that was my immediate thought. I was like, so let's look at these alien autopsies a little closer. Right. Show us the hands. Show us the feet. If there's six digits, then then I'm gonna say it's genuine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Hoax. Come to think of it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up and see if I could find some of those alien autopsy tapes. I mean, who knows if they're genuine or not? But I'm gonna pay attention to the right. the hands and the and the feet. So am I because I heard this.
0: I'm gonna pay strict attention to that. If I see three fingers or I'm going to be like this, well, I'm not going to dismiss it, but I'm going to be like, well, the craft that crashed in Roswell definitely had six digits to control it. So my thought was automatically Nephilim. Now, I'm not trying to get off the Bigfoot subject, but we went there and we went on this rabbit hole. And uh, that just made me think, since we're talking Nephilim, six digits, there it is. But right. Once once again, we invite you to watch these documentaries, and you could call them bullshit or whatnot, or or decide for yourself. But if any of you out there are Bible believing Christians, so to say, your Bible doesn't lie. So there were
1: Nephilim on this earth. Right now, getting back to the six digits, and uh, a lot of people tie Nephilim in with Bigfoot. You know, they think they may be the same thing. But right. but. Let's go back to that show we watched, Expedition Bigfoot. Right. Now, when they found, remember that fossilized handprint? Right. Now, they thought it was a Bigfoot handprint, correct? Correct. But when they uh, looked at it more closely, it had six digits. Right. So, there you go. Now, um, we know Bigfoot usually don't have six toes, but uh, how many handprints, clear handprints, have I, I haven't seen many. No, we haven't seen many and and that's a
0: good point because if we look at the big foot the the footprints, some of them they say they they think due to inbreeding they'll have three or four toe print but a lot of them do have like human being five print and that's why i think now these can't be nephilim because they have five digits on their toe prints a majority of the casts that are done have five right but i think if this tribe is nomadic and they're in the high mountains of course they're going to inbreed if they can't find other little groups of sasquatches
1: up there okay now how about this they started as a nephilim and uh we've heard stories about them taking women and we hear sasquatch has human dna so maybe that's where the five toes come well, from well
0: that could be a theory we can't we can't dismiss either right. but but from what i understand if the Neph- when the nephilim bred with humans they created like giants what we're saying and i would think that their dna is going to override the human DNA, so that's why the six digits came in, and that's why the natives were like, show us your hand, because we we know that they bred with humans, that's why they
1: stood on this earth. Right, but my point is, uh, if they bred once, of course, maybe the Nephilim DNA, but if they kept breeding with humans over time... You're talking about, what if we have that
0: outlier,
1: what changes the DNA? Right.
0: And it's possible, and I'm not throwing it out the window, that's something else we have to consider... And if you want to think about it, there it is. Do your research, and then you're you're going to be just as confused as we are, and you're going to want to know the truth,
1: like we <laughs> and, do. And that's why we got to get on board with these breeding programs. That's right. To observe.
0: Uh, to observe. To, to observe. <laughs> observe. Uh, well, I don't know. They call that porn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, um, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll tell you later (laughs) I'll tell you later
0: but no so I mean if we're not making sense let us know but we're we're just taking you down the rabbit hole that we've been down right we're going down so I really think that these creatures that live in the forest they're the masters of the forest they are aware of footprints they have intelligence just like we do just because they don't hold a
1: tablet and stare at it I think I think for that reason, they're smarter than us. I think they have the intelligence that we lost, the kind of intelligence. That's right. Um,
0: now, I don't want to sound like the biblical preacher, but there's, uh, and if you're interested, I'll give you the name, but there was a philosopher, not a philosopher. He was locked up by the Chinese, and he was a, a deep-seated Christian. And he has the the theory, and he says it's not a theory, that we used to be able to communicate with the animals telepathically because that's how strong our minds were. And as we gain technology, we let technology think for us, and we lose that ability. And if you read his books, he makes total sense. Uh, He was persecuted for being a Christian and... Oh, his name's Watchman Nee. Read his books. He's going to blow your mind. It's it's some really deep thinking, deep reading, but he's mm-hmm. going to make you think about it. And that's why he said, when the snake talked to Eve in the garden, that's why, Right, because we had that ability, we have... Devolved and lost it since then.
1: That's that's what I was going to say because uh, people claim that Sasquatch can communicate telepathically. That's where I was going. And that's one of the things that we've lost a lot of.
0: That's where I was going. And some people, and the people that they have communicated with telepathically, you know, <laughs> we. Chokeweed. Chokeweed. Wait, yes. wait, co- wait, he's talking. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, he's, he's talking to me now. <laughs> that type of ability, that's why they select certain people they reveal themselves to telepathically because those people were born in tune with what we have lost right now if you think we're out there let us know you could do that at encrypted crossroads 505 (laughs) (laughs) gmail.com anyway yeah so You know, these are just things we want to talk about tonight, throw them out there. I know a lot of you may think we're full of shit and we're just bullshitting, but this is what we get from our research.
1: Right, right.
0: And and that's why we go out to these woods and we want to find that creature. We want it to sit down with us and we want it to have a shot, a few drinks, and then we want to say... So hold on, let me get my pen and pad, or better yet, my recorder. Better yet, let's do a podcast. Right. Tell us what's really going on.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we go out there, we're searching. Well, we're searching for the truth, and we want to know what's really happening. Um, if I could get one of them to communicate with me telepathically, that would blow my mind. Uh, it I would
0: blow my mind, too. But, you know, they they say the people that do that are they're really in tune with nature and whatnot. Um, so maybe you just need to run around the forest naked for about a week. I do. All right. And then, and then <laughs> may, maybe you'll have a female one telepathically communicate to you and say, you baby. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what she meant. <laughs> yeah. No, she would definitely tell me, you, you newborn. <laughs> We're just kidding, people. You got to have some fun while you do this. Yep. Younger Charities. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about Younger Charities now? Well, that's another podcast. Yeah, there, there you go. That's our second podcast. So <laughs> stay tuned. We'll tell you about that.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: you know, these are things we want to throw out to you. Uh, we, we, we encourage you to reach out to us because we don't want to seem like we're the crazy ones. Right. Uh, we want to know what you think. So really reach out to us. But those are our theories. Based on our research, that's what we come up with.
1: Right, right, and that's what we think about when we're out there in the middle of a God's country and we hear these noises we can't explain and right. things come hurling down the mountain at us.
0: And we've told you people all the crazy things that have happened out there, and we're the only ones out there. Uh, my wife thinks I'm kind of crazy, but how do how else do we explain it?
1: But yet she won't step
0: foot out there to see she, for herself. She won't. She's like, no way, no how. Neither will our sister. Nope. That some people are just afraid of the forest,
1: right? And don't get me wrong, I'm a, I'm afraid. I definitely respect it.
0: Oh, you gotta respect it because it it'll take your life in a minute. But yep. on the same hand, go out there and enjoy it and maybe you'll have an
1: encounter. Right. And you know, it's funny because usually you have your encounter when you least expect it. That, it's just well, like falling in love.
0: Well, that's, <laughs> yes, and and that's why we're here today because he had his encounter when he least expected it. And this whole podcast stemmed from that one encounter. Yes. So today we are on a quest to know the truth. We are We are the William Shatners of today. We want to go far and beyond space. Right. That's I, right. I just want to go into the forest. and That's just what I'm saying. We want to go into the forest and we want to find out the truth. And if you want to come with us, come on, We're waiting. That's <laughs> right. Anyway, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy what we brought to you tonight and you know how to get in touch with us.
1: Yeah, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. If, uh, if you enjoy the content, if you think we're nuts.
0: That's right. So we want to hear from you, and we always appreciate your comments, your emails, everything.
1: And by the way, if you do think we're nuts, you're welcome to come with us. That's right. (laughs) We want to prove you different. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. Peace. Thank you. Peace out. Be good humans.